0: Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning Five here on Friday, August 21st, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Dan Rubin, the publisher of Bucknuts. We have the publisher and the editor of the site on today's show and a lot to get into. Dan, obviously, Randy Wade is fighting the good fight here. He has organized a peaceful protest at the Big Ten offices today in Rosemont, Illinois. He's going to be joined by several other parents from the Big Ten. Our Steve Hellwagon is there covering it, so keep it locked to Bucknuts buck nutters and for full coverage of that pictures everything you can imagine dan the million dollar question will
1: this work dave thanks for having me on obviously it's 2020 anything goes a host and a guest unfortunately i do not think it will work if work means get football back in the anywhere in the near future Um, i applaud randy wade he has been amazing i was fortunate enough to have him on uh, the weekend pod a couple months ago before this all got much more serious and he is, he's something else. He's a force to be reckoned with. Um, he really does get it. You know, I've talked a lot about how when Sean Wade first committed here, everyone thought it was some Florida guy who would never get here. And we've gotten to the point now where his dad's been publicly quoted about Sean wanting to finish and wanting to finish a Buckeye and not wanting to transfer. But I just think it's too final. I think, uh, the decision has been made they wouldn't have come out and had so many people come out excuse me and say the decision was final if it wasn't it's a shame but um and i applaud the parents for doing this I, even you know peaceful protest at times obviously is is done in the face of of uh, of a challenge that may be too steep to overcome but it's still important to do it and get your voice out there so Randy Wade has been amazing. Justin Fields has been amazing. So I'm very proud of the way Ohio State's players and parents have handled it and the coaches, and that's about it.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I uh, would love to tell the listeners, hey, I think there's a chance this is going to work. I do not think this is going to work. And I'm basically going to echo everything you said, Dan. I, I applaud Randy Wade. I applaud what Justin Fields is doing. I love how they're not going down without a fight. They're doing everything in their power. Um, but I think – you know, this is a final decision. Even if the Big Ten, Dan, thought, the, the decision makers, the presidents who don't want to play, Commissioner Kevin Warren, of course. I don't think we talk enough about the presidents. So, Kevin Warren deserves all the blame he's getting, but it's like some of these presidents that are, haven't said anything that don't want to play football, they're not getting much heat. I, I just – even if they thought they were wrong, Dan, I don't see them – reversing course at this point and admitting that they're wrong. I just – I can't imagine it's going to happen. But to your point, I give these guys so much credit. Randy Wade, the players, everything that they're doing, I feel terrible for them because I do not think this is going to work. I'll be shocked if this works.
1: I don't see – they've already come out – Emory's already come out and said they've canceled the fall championship games. They're, they're doing everything they can to get uh, the SEC and the ACC, etc. cetera – to pull out i don't think they will i mean it's going to be a bizarre bizarre experience but it's unfortunate dave you know uh if you'd have told some, i mean the piss pandemic has been one of the craziest experiences anyone has been through and, and living in ohio and my son plays football the idea that ohio state's not going to play and every other team in the state's going to play may be the most bizarre thing that will happen
0: no, no question about it. Like my daughter plays middle school tennis, which that's a, a naturally social distancing sport. There was really never doubt that was going to get played this fall. Although you never knew if they were, they could have just canceled all fall sports for high schools and middle schools. I'm dropping her off the other day, Dan, and the seventh grade and eighth grade, football team are playing. You're gonna have seventh grade and eighth grade football and no Ohio State football. You're gonna have, as you mentioned, every other team in the state's gonna be playing. Well, I guess not Mac schools, but you know what I mean. Youngstown State's gonna be playing as of now. Cincinnati Bearcats are gonna be playing. You're gonna have the the Browns, the Bengals, all of these high schools. It is in infathomable to me that you're gonna have high schools playing and you're not gonna have Ohio State playing. But yeah, that's 2020 in a nutshell.
1: I can't get my mind around it. When I when I do go to think about that in practice, because listen, my son is playing eighth grade football and we live within hailing distance of UC. I just can't get my mind around it. Is that really going to, I mean, think about what that's going to be like in practice. It, it doesn't make any sense. So um, it's unprecedented, man. I, I mean, I, like I said, 2020 is the most bizarre thing that's ever happened. And this is going to end up being one of the things that is the most bizarre. And that is a strong statement.
0: And I'm sure the listeners are wondering, oh, is this winter slash spring season a legit option? I mean, I'm, I'm on record saying I really don't think it is, but, you know, if, if, if Ryan Day thinks it is and they think they can pull up having two seasons in the same calendar year, I guess that's better than only having one. I, I just don't think it's a viable option. Dan, what do you think? Is this a, a legit option, this winter-spring idea?
1: I'll believe the winter-spring idea is a leg- legitimate option, excuse me, when the NFL starts to move its dates around. That's the only way I could see this happening. Um, The league that's getting the most credit right now, obviously for the bubble and how that's gone is the NBA. And they came out and said yesterday, they're already planning on moving back the start of next season. So the NFL, I mean, all bets are off in 2020 and 2021 in terms of scheduling, in terms of keeping anything normal. So if I see movement from the NFL to address the time spent on the field, meaning you just push it back to be similar um, then I believe that could take place. Until I see something like that, no, I don't.
0: Just going by Twitter, which can be dangerous, the person on Ohio State's staff that is most upset about this is Mark Pantone. Now, I'm sure Ryan Day is very pissed. They're all pissed, I'm sure. But Pantone has just been going on a rampage on Twitter, and hats off to him for that. Um, and, you know, this could negatively affect recruiting. I know a lot of people want to know about that. What's your take on that, Dan? Could If the Big Ten doesn't play this year, which they're not going to, and the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12, not only play, but are able to finish their seasons, could this negatively affect Ohio State's recruiting?
1: Okay, provided this is a one-year deal here. So what I mean is, provi- let's just say it's one season, it's a blip, we get back normal after this, I think it will have little to no effect. Um, I don't think we make a big enough deal about Ohio State's recent NFL thrust. You've always been an NFL player if you came to Ohio State. But recently, it has been ridiculous. I think that's what these kids come here for. So, no, provided this goes for one year and the strength they have on the staff and the continuity, um, if you look at it, the depth they have at quarterback. So, no, I don't – I'm not worried about recruiting. I am worried about it if it it drags on. And now you're talking about the SEC getting – you know, a lot more snaps, but, you know, in the short term, I don't think it would affect it at all. In fact, um, Steve Wolfong said that it might free up the coaches to do more visiting if they're not occupied otherwise. But uh, Ohio State recruiting, I hope people understand this, is just trucking right now. It's showing no signs of slowing down. And um, I'm done questioning whether Ryan Day can adjust the zenith even further. So uh, I don't think recruiting will be affected. No, not at all.
0: I'm with you on that, you know, and I'm – there's no way this is going to drag past 2021. We're going to have football again. It's going to be next fall probably, but we're going to have football again. And I I agree with you. I mean, this is – if you're a 20 – first of all, the 2021 class – I don't see any of those guys from this point on decommitting. They already have a great 2021 class. It doesn't affect them anyway. Um, They wouldn't have been playing this fall for Ohio State anyway. A lot of them won't be playing high school football. And then the 2022 kids, it doesn't affect them either. I mean, they're even further away from it. They're just entering their junior season. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I don't think it's going to affect recruiting, but uh, I I love how – Pantoni, he's also fighting the good fight on Twitter. He has just been going on a rampage, and I love it. All right, speaking of you-know-it's-2020-when, dot, 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 Clay Travis has turned into perhaps one of the biggest advocates in the Big Ten, Dan, and that is wild stuff for me. Your thoughts on Clay Travis suddenly becoming somewhat of a beloved figure by, I don't want to say all, but most Ohio State fans, Big Ten fans, he's out there fighting a good fight.
1: Yeah, this is very much uh, lined up on one or the other kind of side deal. And there's plenty of famous people coming out. Uh, I saw Paul Feinbaum ripping Kevin Warren yesterday. That's become a thing to do. I applaud the way Clay Travis has used his platform to do this. This isn't, Dave, if you, if you take the national vibe, though, it's not a controversial story. Uh, most people are in because the Big Ten is citing medical research I mean, the fact that the Big Ten commissioner is citing medical research and then allowing his son to play in in the SEC is the just height of hypocrisy. And I think Clay Travis and everybody else has seen that, and it's become an easy platform to nail.
0: Yes, let's talk about that. That is just amazing to me. Powers Warren is the young man's name. He's a tight end at Mississippi State. I mean, I – the word optics is used too much. The optics look bad. You know, it's been like a word that's just taken off in the last year or two. But the optics do look bad here. I mean, it looks, yeah, it's, it's hypocritical. Um, how can you say it's unsafe for all of these Big Ten players, but you're going to allow – your son to play. And people are going to say, listen, Powers Warren is an adult. And we know when you're in college, yeah, you're you're technically an adult. But my goodness, especially if you have a powerful dad like that, you're going to act like he has no say over what you do. Give me a break. Yeah, it's just another thing that adds to the ridiculousness of this whole situation that you have the Big Ten commissioner calling off football and his son is going to be allowed to play in the SEC. It makes absolutely no sense to me.
1: Kevin Warren has done his – if this does take place and Powers Warren plays, et cetera. Kevin Warren has done his son a tremendous disservice because I don't know if you're aware of this, Dave, when Ohio state and big 10 fans get upset, they can use the internet for nefarious reasons. If you've been on our message boards or (laughs) any social media, this kid's going to get destroyed. And with a name like powers, Warren, that's pretty hard to remember. He's going to be known for this forever. It's not a good move by Kevin Warren. And, uh, when you make bad moves that affect a lot of people, the negative effects on your own personal life can be damaging, especially in the social media age. And old power's Warren is going to take it on the chin.
0: Great stuff from Bucknut's publisher, Dan Rubin. Really appreciate you joining me here, Dan, on a special edition of the Bucknut's Morning 5 here on Friday. Thank you to all the listeners out there. If you like the show, leave us a five-star review or subscribe. It really helps. Thanks again to Dan. Thanks to the listeners. Have a great weekend, Bucknutters.